Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coming up on podcast 1539, Ford secures a massive battery deal for 600,000 pure electric vehicles. Stick around and I'll tell you what I know. Also on the show today, Walmart's deal versus Amazon's deal for electric delivery vans, Samsung's new factory in Malaysia, and NASCAR going electric? Surely it can't be true. Might be. Stick around. Those stories and a lot more to bring you on today's edition. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening in the world. It's EV News Daily, your trusted source of EV information for Friday 22nd of July. Last one of the working week, but fear not, I'll be here at the weekends as well if you are out and about over the weekend, maybe walking the dog in the gym or something, put your headphones in, listen to your podcasts and catch up on electric vehicle news even at the weekends. That's why I'm here and the show is always free funded by those kind, kind people on Patreon, of which you can be one, but I'll tell you at the end of the show how you do that and get your ad-free feed. We'll start with news about China's BYD, a company really on a roll right now. Massive company, the EV bit of it isn't huge, but... It is huge in EV terms, and now they want to get bigger and move into the Japanese market from early next year, January 2023, a few months away, launching BYD Japan. Now, they already sell electric buses over there, but now they have a new company established to sell electric cars in Japan, a country which is barely out of the starting blocks in terms of electric vehicles. They will sell three cars. Firstly, a mid-size SUV, which is going to be, if Japan's anything like everywhere else, really popular. The Atto 3. Pretty small car, but could suit Japan. There's also a compact hatchback called the Dolphin they make, and a sedan, think of it like a Model 3 competitor, and that's called the Seal. EVs are just a 1% of new car sales in Japan. The government, though, does want to get to 2035 and have a goal by... Well, what's that now 13 years away? In 13 years, they want all new cars to be hybrids or electric. (laughs) I think they'll get there. How's that for ambition, Japan? Goodness me. Other countries like the UK, pure electric by 2030 in eight years' time. Japan, though, oh, we think we can go hybrid by 2035. You reckon? Any chance that Toyota have got some political influence there? (laughs) Uh, Japan's uh, Japan's a pretty small car market, so I'm not too worried about that. If they're outliers, hey, if Toyota crash and burn, that's absolutely fine by me. In Japan, the company BYD wants to increase their sales of affordable models to pitch it up against the Chinese competitors that are already entering the market. And, And there's real concern amongst those that, you know, aren't part of the ideological elite that want Toyota to win simply because it's Japanese. Many people in Japan, even in the in the car industry, are really worried that the 
the Chinese importers, the likes of BYD and more, are going to eat their lunch and that Japan will be left with no domestic car market because others will come in and sell really good EVs in a market where people want to buy EVs, but there's just no choice. Now, in terms of the markets that BYD go into, they've already entered uh, the you know many of the Western markets, uh, entering New Zealand, Australia soon with the Atto 3 as well. So really excited about that. Now let's talk about another Chinese maker, NIO. Uh, they did confirm yesterday that they will start deliveries of their big battery, the 150 kilowatt hour battery, sometime in the fourth quarter. So we know it's going to be October to December this year, though. The batteries unveiled at NEO Day back in January last year, and that is going to be what is under the skin of their advanced EVs. NEO vehicles equipped with the battery uh, can easily do 850 kilometres, if not more. There's the ES8, there's the performance version of the ES6, the EC6 as well. 1,000 kilometres in the ET7. 150 kilowatt hour battery. They call it solid state, but it's not. It's semi-solid state. Uses silicon carbide composite anodes. Look, we can get into the weeds on this, but we don't need to. It's a big battery uh, that has an ultra-rich nickel cathode. And look, this has a very high energy density, and it's... uh, better than what is out there at the moment, whether you call it solid state, semi-solid state, hybrid solid state. That's what the um, the head of NEO calls it because uh, it uses a kind of a liquid electrolyte in parts. You can get really bogged down in, like, is it technically a solid state battery? I think you'll find they use a liquid electrolyte in part of it. Look, whatever, it's an improvement. It's great. We love it. Batteries are getting better. Now, let's talk about Walmart. Talked about them earlier in the week. Electric vehicle startup Canoe actually can't do deals with Amazon because of the Walmart deal of 4,500 EVs that they will supply to Walmart. A regulatory filing just showed Canoe are allowed to design, manufacture or sell an EV to Amazon. And the company is blocked from a deal that would transfer any company control to Amazon. Now, preventing Amazon from getting a canoe delivery vehicle is what they call a defensive manoeuvre by Walmart. But does Amazon care? No, not really. Amazon probably are more amused than anything? Yeah, probably. Amazon have got bigger fish to fry. They've already made headway in the use of EVs. Amazon delivered more than 20 million packages using pure EVs in the North American and European markets last year. And Amazon is already beginning to roll out their electric delivery vans developed by Rivian. Amazon, a big and early funder in Rivian. So although I know many Rivian truck and SUV owners want to get their vehicles, consumers want their vehicles, You know what? I think Rivian are going to prioritise Amazon because, well, Amazon own a fair chunk of the company and they want their 100,000 Amazon trucks. Thank you very much. As much as customers may complain, the Amazon money has got them a long way and they still need it. Amazon debuted a version of the van in October 2020. They tested it last year and now... The Amazon Rivian delivery van is going to start making deliveries in Baltimore, Chicago, Dallas, Kansas City, Nashville, Tennessee, Phoenix, San Diego, Seattle, St. Louis. Amazon's tapped other other car makers for EVs. They're going to buy some electric Ram vans from Stellantis and some Mercedes-Benz vans as well. But the Rivian one is by far the biggest. And great that your Amazon delivery package is now coming in those new Rivian vans in those cities. 
Now, headline story today, this is mega news. Ford saying uh, last night, my time, it had reached an agreement to acquire batteries from a new supplier to ramp up their production of EVs. What are they doing? Who have they gone with? What's the technology? They have signed with the world's biggest battery maker, the Chinese company CATL. Now, you may know, if you know a little bit about EVs, they supply many, many car makers. A couple of years ago, jumped on board with Tesla uh, for the made-in-China cars. Ford said they were buying more battery packs as well from LG and SK, the South Korean companies, which has built a, a plant in Georgia. They're working with Ford to build three others in the US as well. Big partnership with SK. The agreements are all part of a push by Ford to make 600,000 pure EVs a year by the end of next year. That's going to be their capacity by the end of next year. It's a massive increase on current output level, according to the NewYorkTimes.com. So let's have a little look-see through the press release that uh, I got sent from Ford. They say that lithium-ion phosphate battery packs coming for the Ford Mustang Mach-E's sold in the North American market and F-150 Lightnings from 2024 are coming because of high demand for those products. Yes, they are LFP cells. They are the cobalt-free packs from uh, from CATL. Ford has 70% of the batteries they need to support their goal of 2 million pure EVs by 2026. So they're not done yet, and there's more work to be done. But long-term listeners of this podcast know that I have been banging the drum for years, 1,500 episodes probably, that Car makers need long-term battery supply contracts because if you come to the market now and go, oh, we need some batteries, you're not going to get them for the rest of the decade. So I don't know how long Ford have been working on this deal, but it's great and it's brilliant and it fills me with confidence that Ford are doing exactly the right thing. So they have 70% of the capacity they need right now for 2 million EVs by 2026, but the first goal is 600,000 EVs by 2023 year-end. They've got plans to localise 40 gigawatt hours of production per year in North America by 2026. The new deal with CATL on their global battery supply and a direct sourcing raw materials deal for the US, Australia and Indonesia. Ford expects the annual growth for EVs to be 90% a year. So they are starting from a low base if you compare that to the likes of VW, Tesla, etc. So... Ford make great EVs. In terms of the raw numbers, they're still a bit of a minnow, even though Ford are obviously very big. So that's why they can do 90% annual compound annual growth rate per year for the next three to four years. Ford plans to reach that 600,000 global EV run rate by end of next year. And this is how they're going to do it. They will, by the end of next year, this is globally, by the way, by the end of next year, have capacity to make 270,000 Mustang Mach-E's a year. They'll sell those in the US, North America, Europe and China. They'll make 150,000 F-150 Lightnings for the North American market a year by the end of next year. And they'll have installed capacity to make 150,000 Transit EVs for North America and Europe by the end of next year. And 30,000 units of an all-new SUV for Europe. The run rate of that will significantly ramp in 2024. It's not named in this press release, but we know that is going to be built on VW's MEB platform because that licensing deal done years ago. Another one of the very smart moves that Ford made for their European market. So Ford also locked in several 
key lithium contracts beyond what was announced recently uh, with a Western Australia Liontown Resources deal. Fall also signed a, an agreement with Rio Tinto uh, for significant lithium agreements uh, from their project in Argentina and Ford's aluminium business and includes uh, opportunities for copper as well there. Ford also continuing to work to localise production of battery materials in North America. And this is why it fills me with confidence because, again, we've talked on this podcast for so long about there's two types of EV company. There's those that go to the market and want a cell or battery supply contract. And, you know, for a long time, here's looking at you, Mercedes-Benz or Daimler. Here's looking at you, BMW. And there's the others that for a long time that have said that have actually got it and said, we need to change our business. This is not how we make, you know, we've made combustion cars this way for 100 years. Like, we're really good at assembling lots of bits. And that's what car makers have been great at for a long time, assembling thousands of components just in time and getting you a great car. But with the move to EV, the way to do it to secure what you need is to go right back to the mine. And Tesla did this way, way, way before anyone realized. You know, there were raw materials turning up at Giga Nevada so many years ago, whilst people were you know, not really getting on board with the fact that Tesla were a battery maker. But with their partnership with Panasonic at Giga Nevada, those experts were working within Tesla five, six, seven, eight years ago on raw materials so uh, and supply chains. This is not new to Tesla. The others are catching up. Some are catching up, some aren't. And it fills me with huge confidence that Ford, obviously been working on this for a long time, now ready to talk about it publicly. But it's expensive. And how do you fund it? Well, up to 8,000 Ford employees could be hit by job cuts, according to a report yesterday on Bloomberg. The move could be part of a plan to cut $3 billion in operational costs from the combustion bit of the business to boost investment in the EV bit of the business. The uh, The cuts will come from the Ford Blue division. That is the division that handles combustion. And that's sad and terrible for those workers that clearly go to work every day, proud of making those engines But it's not the future. And if they didn't see it coming, then it's going to be a shock. Now, there's about 31,000 salaried workers at Ford currently. And car and driver say uh, on an article, I'll link in the show notes, and I quote, According to anonymous sources to the Detroit Free Press, Ford's CEO Jim Farley addressed the job cuts in a video sent to employees at 7am on Thursday morning. The sources claim that in the video, Farley did not deny the job cuts and reiterated the company's desire to reduce costs. A Ford spokesman confirmed the video was sent and its general premise to the Free Press, but a copy of the video could not be obtained, end quote. So there you go. We think it's true. It it is obviously that many job cuts is uh, terrible for hardworking people and families. and Ford are making those awful hard decisions to be fit for an EV future. We like we know that's you know I talk about it. You listen to this podcast. You know maybe we even discuss it if you email me and stuff. So maybe you know we've had those conversations. There's some pain involved in moving to EV, uh, and that's not great. So on the way very soon, stick around. NASCAR could go electric, surely not. And is battery swapping the answer for some countries and maybe not others? We'll discuss on the podcasts. Keep listening. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now, let's talk about Samsung building a $1.3 billion factory in Malaysia. Uh, the South Korean company company will build a second battery plant in Malaysia to boost production of the cylindrical cells for EVs. The company will spend $1.3 billion on the plant, making 2170 cells. Those are the ones that are 21 millimetres wide, 70 millimetres long, to respond to an increase in demand from their uh, customers, (coughs) Tesla. Uh, Samsung, which supplies batteries to... BMW and Volkswagen at the moment have a 5% share of the global battery market, but plenty of those, uh, you know, many of those customers will want more batteries in the future, and many of them want 2170s, <coughs> Tesla. Uh, and actually, we think uh, BMW as well. The BMW might use uh, some new uh, formats for their cylindrical cells from the new class platform. Hey, uh, let's talk about NASCAR. Could NASCAR go electric? Well, they may experiment with an electric racing series next year uh, for the 2023 Bush Clash at the LA Coliseum, according to documents obtained. The documents indicate NASCAR might do a demonstration run at six venues to align up with the Cup Series through next season. The demonstration runs will include two 30-minute races, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, 12 vehicles taking part, uh, and the vehicles uh, would not be battery swapped or changed during the race. There would be pit stops for things like tyres and mechanical issues. I mean, I don't see that going down very well with a hardcore NASCAR fan, but let's be open-minded and wait and see. Swappable batteries could be the answer for the UK's EV adoption plan. Asks, or is the question asked by one report today produced by uh, this Uh, Cornwall Insight collaboration with the law firm Shoesmiths. They have produced a report saying battery as a service is an unexplored opportunity, question mark. Well, uh, it's an interesting question. I'm sure many, uh, uh, we've had it over the years on this podcast, yet to take off anywhere but China, really. But why is that? Well, battery as a service is where you rent your battery, you lease your battery on a monthly cost to you, but it reduces up to a third of the purchase price of the car. I've done it with two Renault Zoes, not swapping batteries, obviously, but leasing them. And it works absolutely fine. It allowed us to buy an EV for less money than if we'd owned the battery as well. Battery as a service, which also includes battery swapping can help with people knowing that there's no charging anxiety because those battery swap stations pretty much always work and there's a freshly charged battery waiting for you. Uh, de- depleted batteries are swapped in you know three to six minutes, depending on the station. And it's also good for the electricity network because you can use those batteries as a grid buffer. Uh, they can discharge to the grid at peak times. They can recharge overnight on slow AC power. Lots of good reasons for it. But this report asking... Why don't more countries do battery swapping, whereas China, it's really popular? And I'll pop a link to that in the show notes. Wall boxes from the Volkswagen subsidiary, Eli or Eli, E-L-L-I is the company name. I don't know how I say it. Um, There's two new ones. Sorry, three brand new ones. Uh, Three brand new wall boxes coming from Eli or Eli. Uh, Now can be bought in Italy, Sweden and Spain. They're brand neutral. In other words, they're not 
branded VW or Skoda or Audi, etc. Uh, they will charge an EV up to 11 kilowatts on AC. And there's also uh, integration with some charging tariffs in those countries as well. They have a drive highway tariff for long distance drivers, which is seems to be taking off in Germany. Uh, that's a cheap charging tariff. Uh, there's also some other tariffs available in Italy, Sweden and Spain, provided if you get the VW Wallbox, which is kind of interesting. Now, Rivian are delaying Canadian customers until the end of next year. Some owners claim Canadian Rivian customers are taking to forums to complain their vehicle deliveries are being pushed and pushed and pushed back by up to a year or more. A thread on Rivian owners forum um, was first noticed by Muscle Cars and Trucks website and several posts from Canadians sharing the alleged letters from the company in the post. An owner claims their launch R1T, ordered in 2020, estimated to come in July 2022. So now, here we go. Ready? Looking out the front window. Lift back the curtains. Is it coming around the corner? No, Rivian said. Your electric pickup truck will be delivered in the second half of 2023, nine months or a year after when it should have been. Now, this hasn't been confirmed or denied by Rivian. It's owner reports online. So I should be very clear uh, with that. Owners clearly massively disappointed because they're rightfully excited over those Rivian R1Ts, which are fabulous vehicles. They just can't get enough of them made. See the previous story about, I wonder if resources are going to the Amazon van a little more. That's my theory anyway. I don't know know anybody at Rivian to put that theory to. (laughs) That's your podcast for today. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Any questions, thoughts, comments, my email address is hello at evnewsdaily.com. Question of the week, taking a wee break for a while, uh, but it will return. Thanks to everyone on Patreon. Reminder, if you're not a Patreon supporter yet for $5, maybe $10 a month, that's a couple of posh coffees, right? You can skip the ads. In fact, avoid them completely by getting your ad-free feed. You get a separate email address that comes straight through to me, and uh, you can do that with patreon.com slash evnewsdaily. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash evnewsdaily. Daily. And like I say, you can get your name in the show notes for an exec producer or above, and make sure you get your custom RSS feed to copy and paste into your podcast app on your phone or tablet, wherever, uh, so you don't get any ads. Thanks to our premium partners, Phil Roberts of Electric Future, Brad Crosby, Porsche of The Village in Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging, they're on the US mainland, and Aloha Charge in Hawaii. Hi to Derek Riley. Make sure you subscribe and like his videos on his EV Review Island YouTube channel. Richard is at rsev.co.uk for buying and selling EVs in the UK. Octopus Electric Juice, a new supporter of the show, making public charging simple with one card, one map and one app, and Cottages.com. UK five-star luxury cottages in Devon where you can jump in the hot tub and relax because you deserve it and your EV will charge while you're there have a good cinema and remember there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid step into the world of power loyalty and luck I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.